Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are joining us today on our Prep for Success class. I am Brian. I am happy to have Haley joining me today. We're joining forces. And uh, we're going to bring you this cool little class. Um, It's something I've been asked about on my show. She's been asked about on her show. So we decided to come together, join our forces, bring different perspectives, West Coast, East Coast, maybe. And, uh, <laughs> and talk about what we do individually. And obviously, we do these calls for you guys, um, our listening public out there that are giving up an hour of your day to hang out with us. So we'll definitely be opening up for questions and comments and things like that. So Haley, how are you today? I'm good. My day is off to a good start, which is good because it puts me in the right mindset for this call, right? I've had my prepared breakfast, I've been for a walk, and I'll be using my prepared chicken and my salad for lunch. Awesome. And I went (laughs) just the opposite and decided to wing it so I'd be more focused on this class on what to do (laughs) next week. So, (laughs) okay. So guys, we really wanted to um, hone in on, you know, what it is, what meal planning and prepping is, um, the benefits of it and how we do it and things you can do. And like I said, we definitely want to hear from you. So as we go forward, I'm going to ask Mika to um, tell us how to raise our hand. We will be raising our hands and we'll interact with as many people as we can today. So Mika, if you could go over the ways they can raise their hands, I would appreciate it. Sure can. Um, And right now, everybody um, should be muted, so I'll just go through it by device. If you are on a landline, you can raise your hand by pressing star 9. You can also mute and unmute yourself by pressing star 6. If you are using a smartphone or tablet, um, to raise your hand, you'll go under the More option, and there's an option to raise your hand there. You can also mute and unmute yourself. Um, by pressing that, those buttons on the left-hand corner, um, the lower left-hand corner of your phone. If you're using a Windows PC, you can raise your hand by pressing Alt-Y, and you can mute and unmute yourself by pressing Alt-A. And on a Mac, you can raise your hand by pressing Option-Y, and you can mute and unmute yourself by pressing Command-Shift-A. Awesome. So obviously Mika is our amazing host today. We got Tyson streaming us. So we're greatly appreciative of them taking time out to get this broadcast out to all of you. So Haley, what do we want to start off with today? All right. Well, gosh, my body may be physically prepared for today. My mind, not so much because I've been screaming at my family. I have a call at 11 o'clock. Everyone get lunch before it starts and get out. (laughs) My computer's in the kitchen. So yeah, I just locked myself in a room and they're like, oh, you're doing a show, huh? The door's locked. Yep. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. I don't have a door on my kitchen. So um, anyway, yeah. So I, I, um, I thought maybe you could share a little bit about like, you know, what is meal prep and sure, absolutely. what's the difference between meal prep and meal planning? I, I think right? that's a good place to start because for me, my meal prep starts with meal planning. Yeah. So sure. meal planning is literally mapping out what you're going to eat during the week. Um, I personally, and I'll say that a lot during this call, I am highly unsuccessful in reaching my eating goals during the week 
if I don't plan to start. So if I just go, oh, I got food in the pantry and I got food in the fridge, that's what I'll eat this week. I gravitate towards those really high calorie, fatty, tasty candies and chips and mm -hmm. foods as opposed to what I should be eating, which is, you know, lean proteins and complex carbs and things like that. So it starts out, my wife and I will sit down on typically Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning and literally write out our meals for the week. And it seems tedious, but if you want a plan for success, you have to plan. So meal planning is literally writing out everything saying, okay, this is, and I do it for lunch and dinner because my breakfast is typically the same thing every day. It's one of two things. So I don't have to plan it out because I know what I'm going to have for breakfast. I'm not a big breakfast person. It's more of a, a meal of necessity than it is a meal of pleasure for me. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so lunch and dinner get planned out um, and we write it out. And then when we shop, which I think is also important. We have that plan when we go to shop. So we're not buying unnecessary things like, oh, look, the Oreos are buy three for $10. Let's get them. They're and don't go the... shopping hungry, right? Oh, definitely not. Because we always, well, now we do the shopping where we pick it up, which is even better. But, um, yeah. you know, when we go shopping, we make it a point to make sure we either have a, a nice full snack before we leave or we do it like right after lunchtime. Mm -hmm. um, for that reason, because, you know, when you're hungry and you see those things that you crave that may not be the best for you. Um, yeah, like those three for ten dollar triple stuff Oreos. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say like, hey, if I don't see it, I don't buy it because then that means that I wouldn't get all the unhealthy stuff. But somehow right. <laughs> someone just manages to tell me or remind tell, me that I really right like there, something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah I, I feel that, too. Um, I, I go I use the personal shopper at our local grocery store and I Brian, did you know that the Little Debbies are on sale this week? I was like, I didn't, but now I do. Fired. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need somebody that wants my waistline to shrink. Um, so, yeah, I think meal planning is really important. Um, and meal prep is actually getting the food in a situation to be quickly eaten and ready to go instead of having to do the whole meal all at once. So yeah. we typically <clears throat> take our Sunday afternoons, Me too. Our Sunday evenings on the day, because that's the beginning of our week personally. And we plan out for the whole week and there's different things we do, which we'll talk about during the show, but you know, meal prepping starts with the planning and then it goes to the prepping of actually getting the food portioned out, ready to prepare or already prepared, sometimes just ready to heat it up and ready to go. I mean, what do you do, uh, Haley, for you and your family? Um, yeah. So I actually, right now, sitting in my kitchen, I have a box of fresh fruits and vegetables that was delivered to my house this morning that I need to go through. And so one of the things that I do when I get home from the store, or I usually do it on Sundays, the same as you, but my box just happens to get delivered on Thursdays. Um, so anytime I come home with fresh fruit or veg, whether that's today or Sunday, I, um, you know, I clean it, um, the carrots, I sometimes even peel the carrots and chop them up and get them put into bags in the fridge. Um, you know, I cut up any fruit, might make a fruit salad. So I usually do all of my stuff sort of, um, in one afternoon. So it takes a little bit of planning prior to that, however, right? Because if I'm going to, cook my chicken on Sunday for the week, I can't wait till Sunday to say, oh, 
I need to take my chicken out of the freezer. So, um, you know, sometimes that might have to start on Saturday, Saturday night, taking your chicken out of the freezer and putting it in the fridge so that it's thawed and all ready to go on Sunday. But same for me, it usually happens on Sunday afternoon that I, you know, get most of the food actually cooked. Um, although the preparing it starts as soon as I get home from the grocery store, if it's fresh sure. fruits and veggies. Sure. Yeah. And something, you know, each, each person's gonna be a little different. I had um, weight loss surgery many years ago. And so reheated meat sometimes with me, especially chicken or poultry doesn't always necessarily agree. So a lot of my mm. meal prepping when it comes to that stuff will be portioning out the chicken before I freeze it. Um, gotcha. you know, this way, okay. this, because once again, you can even overeat healthy stuff, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so I, we try to portion everything out, um, you know, before Prior to we, the cooking. We, yes, absolutely. Okay. And then one of the things that, you know, you said it and I was like, oh yeah, this is a cool little trip. I love infomercials. I'm like the, <laughs> I'll sit there and watch the 30 minute infomercial. But the one thing we we've bought that actually worked is the thawing plate. And I have so, that too. Yeah. So, you know, that's been really cool, especially now that my son's back in school and I'm not getting home till five o'clock because I got to walk, you know, a mile and a half home from the bus stop. Right. Um, and sometimes I don't remember to take the meat out before I leave for the bus stop. So I was like, oh, I can throw it on the thawing plate. And in 20 minutes, it's thawed. And it's like, yeah, that thing's awesome. So I would say little tricks you can learn that can help you. Mm -hmm. um, this is also like, we're going to give you tips. We're going to give you what we do. We're going to give you suggestions. You really, really got to find what works for you. Absolutely. Um, it's not so, yeah. one, it's not a one shoe fits all kind of no, situation. I, mean, even, <laughs> I thought it was funny when Haley and I sat down and, and talked about the concept for a show. Like we both do very similar things, but we both have other really mm -hmm. different things that we do, you know, and it's yeah. just, you got to find exactly what works for you. So, Absolutely. Uh, and, and understand that, you know, having a goal to why you're doing this, <laughs> whether it be a health goal or a time goal or a financial goal, um, will right. help you stay motivated to do it. You know, yeah. if you have that focus is like, okay, I'm, I'm going to spend two and a half hours on Sunday getting ready for the week because X, Y, or Z, mm. that's going to allow you to get through it. Cause there's days that that two and a half hours could be better spent or more fun spent somewhere else. <laughs> but I'm like, we got to do it because we know this week we have all this going on. And if we and don't, it'll save it's you time in the week, right? So that will, time that you're yeah. taking away from on Sundays, you will get back during the week because you're ready to go. Should I go over some of the benefits of meal prepping? Yeah, let's let's talk about that. That'd be great. Okay. All right. So meal prepping, some of the benefits, it saves money. <clears throat> um, Lots of reasons why, but a couple of those are one, when you're meal prepping, often you can buy in bulk because you know you're going to use that ingredient throughout the week. So I tend to buy my um, my big container of mixed greens from Costco and it's big, right? But I know that I'm going to be using those greens in smoothies. I know I'm going to be using those greens in salads. So um, when I can buy in bulk, sometimes it overall saves you money. It also saves you money because you now have your meals ready for the week and you have a lot less waste. 
Um, you didn't like get ingredients that weren't on your shopping list that you then didn't use and they go down the garbage disposal or into the trash. Right. And, <laughs> no, and it'll it's, also save you yeah. money because you won't be eating at the fast food restaurant because you already have your meals planned for the week. <laughs> yes. So I think those are three really good, strong points of, uh, of the financial benefits because you know, for us, when we go shopping without a plan and it, it happens occasionally and just life gets in the way, it's like, how did we spend $280 on groceries this week? And we usually spend 120 and it's mm-hmm. because we didn't go into plan. We're like, Oh, we'll get this. And we'll get that. And, and then, th- you know, a month and a half later, like, when did we buy this? Like it's buried in a freezer. We right. had no idea that we, we don't even remember buying it. And you're like, Oh, right. It was that week we didn't plan. And it was right. the week we didn't really prep because we were going, going, going. So I think that's huge. Like when you go in, once again, the planning and the prepping go hand in hand, although they're different. When you go in with the plan to prep, you have that financial fallback of, okay, I'm buying what I need for this week, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I love the bulk. Like we buy our meats in bulk either at one of the big stores, or if we have time, we'll go down to one of the, um, there's a couple of butchers that sell, mm, nice. sell here, you know, your farm. Right. right from yeah, the farm nice. so like when we can get there we'll go there or like butcher and, box is a good option you know yeah. for that kind of thing like delivery things yeah the delivery things like that mm-hmm. so you know and that allows you to buy what you need which long term you think oh well i only have an extra three boxes of this in my pantry and then two years later you're like oh man it expired i gotta throw it out well it's mm-hmm. you need three extra boxes so right. <laughs> you're wasting that money like Haley talked about by you know by having waste and then one of the things that we do that helps us financially too and helps us in planning is like we plan for leftovers too. So like yeah, if we're going to have a roast, we buy a larger roast because we know we also like to make uh, shredded beef sandwiches. Yeah. So like that and we'll talk about be, that a little bit, right? Yeah. Forward so. is like what is ba- that's called like batch cooking, right? Yeah. So that you prepare once, but you eat it throughout the week. Cool. I do that a lot too. So. Yeah. So what else we got there on the benefits, Haley? Um, It's going to save you time and how you ask when Brian just said he takes an afternoon to prepare. Um, And like I said, if you spend a couple hours Sunday afternoon preparing your meals, it is going to free you up for the week in lots of ways. It's going to free you up because you're not going to spend the time chopping. You're not going to spend the time cooking. And it's also going to save you time because you're going to get most of your dishes done on Sunday when you're preparing your foods. So when I make a, a batch of like, say I make my chicken, some rice, some, some veg, some steamed broccoli, I put those all into individual containers. So instead of having my rice cooker to wash up each night or my <laughs> pan that my rice was in, my pan my broccoli was in, I'm now cooking my chicken. Really all I have to wash up is the container that my whole meal was in. So um, in that respect, that's another way that it's going to save you time as well. It's also going to save you time because if you do, like Brian says, where you plan out your grocery list and you make a plan of only going to the store once a week or once every other week or however, whatever works for you, um, you know, we've all been in that situation where we've, we've started a recipe and we're halfway through and we look at the ingredients list and we think, oh, shoot, I don't have that fresh orange I needed. Hey, honey, can you 
could you just run to the store and get that fresh orange? So now I'm waiting for my husband to go to the store or if he's not here, now I have to either walk to the store or get the bus. And maybe I don't even go with that recipe because I got frustrated. Now I've wasted things as well. Mm -hmm. So if you plan your meals, um, it's going to save you the trips to the grocery store that um, you have to do on a more regular basis when you don't have your meals planned out. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Brian? Yeah, no, absolutely. The time thing is big for us because, you know, we have an 18 year old, a five year old. My wife works 60 hours a week. I have a couple of businesses and then, you know, being active with ACB radio now, it time is, uh, is a precious commodity in my household. So like when we're strolling in the door at five o'clock, we're like, oh, nothing's defrosted. Okay. I guess it's a pizza night or, you know, mm-hmm. because the time's just not there. Whereas when we take the time to prep, like we typically do, even if we prep, you know, we keep talking about cooking. I have a friend of mine that is an obsessive meal prepper, but everything's fresh. Like he still cooks it, but he's like, I take two hours to like what you're saying, cut everything up, mm-hmm. portion, he portions everything out. He puts it in the container that he's in. Everything to him is a one pot meal. So like everything's kind of like a stir fry or something like that. Right. And he, he's able to pull it out of the fridge, throw it into a pot. He's like, and dinner's ready in 15 minutes. Because mm-hmm. I don't have to chop everything. I don't have to portion everything out. I don't have to. I don't have to. I don't have to. And when you're able to do that and add valuable time into your week where you could be trying to achieve other goals or just even if it's you know a meditation, rest, relaxation situation where you're like, I just need to veg for a little bit. No pun intended. You know, you can <laughs> you can just have that. Even if you are just cooking, take it out and throw it in. Um, so yeah, the time's a big thing as far as you know people are like oh it's two and a half three hours but i think you made a great point it actually adds time mm-hmm. to your week yes. and i think a lot of people don't see that until they actually do it yeah i just have music playing in the background music is like really motivating for me so i just put on my favorite you know station on lady a and i'm just cooking and and life's life's good i actually enjoy it's kind of my my respite time yeah so. see and i try to sing for my wife the whole time and she tells me to be <laughs> quiet so it's like uh, <laughs> I don't, oh dear i'm not even touching that one let's let's move on <laughs> um so some of this we've sort of talked about just in talking yeah. but you know it saves waste because you're not throwing away things that you bought on an impulse um you have your meals planned um it helps you to stay on track with your healthy eating goals if you only have in your house what you went to the store to buy and that was on your list, um, that's what you'll eat. If you have your salad prepared in your fridge for lunch today um, and you know you just got to open the fridge and pull that one thing out, and pull your dressing out and you're done versus I am so hangry and I'm going to eat whatever mm-hmm. jumps into my hands as I open the refrigerator, um, you know, of course, it's going to be harder to stay on your goals. Um, certainly cuts back on stress, I think, because when you're already limited on time anyway, I mean, like Brian, I'm a, a mom and a wife and, you know, have my, my own business and a house to take care of and ACB stuff and WCB stuff and, you know, whatever. And so if I, if I know that I have a a committee call at six o'clock, knowing that I can just pull out what's in there and know that everyone's going to have a healthy dinner prepared for them. And I don't have to stress like, Oh my gosh, I either have to try and squeeze this food in before, or I have to try and we're going to be eating later. Um, It helps me to stay on track with time and make sure that I'm focusing my attention where it needs to be at, at that time. So. Yeah. um, 
I feel like the the stress and the healthy eating kind of go hand in hand too. Because mm-hmm. I don't know about if anybody else can relate to this, but when I'm eating poorly, my mood changes. You know, and I have more stress. And whereas if I'm eating properly, when I'm supposed to, and I, I think part of it is knowing that I'm achieving my goals. But too, I think it's when you're putting crap into your body, you might be in a crappy mood. And, right. so, and your energy level, right? Your energy level. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, when I eat simple sugars, not only being diabetic, but just in general, like I, I go into carb fog really bad mm-hmm. to the point where my wife's like, just go take a nap. Yep. Okay. 30 minutes. I'm up. I'm a different person. I've gotten out of that funk. But whereas if I'm eating the the quinoa or if I'm eating, you know, the whole, whole grain breads instead of white bread and things like that, it's, it's definitely a different feeling afterwards. Yeah. And I'll talk a little bit more on that. I'm doing a call on Monday about um, sort of tips for making sure you you're eating right. Um, And one of the things that I like to do um, is I just keep a a bowl of fruit on my counter Um, because again, you know, if I'm stressed or I'm in a hurry or I'm just low on time, um, I can grab the, the pear or the apple that's sitting in my bowl on the counter or the tangerine, or I can grab something else. And it's this vicious cycle of, um, you know, it's a, it's a mindset thing and it can really take you above the clouds or, you know, yeah. sort of if you are really trying very hard to achieve healthy eating goals and your life is really busy otherwise, and you feel like you're just overwhelmed and can't get it all under control, and then you beat yourself up because you're also eating bad. Yeah. It's just this vicious <laughs> cycle that just doesn't Absolutely. get you anywhere. Well, Haley, this is dangerous. You and I are having fun, and we're already like a <sighs> third of the way through the show. So we're going to go ahead and open it up for um, yeah, let's do any it. questions or any, if you have suggestions of what you do, we'd love to hear it. Um, so Mika, if you could let us know anybody raising their hand out there, we would love to hear from you. Okay. Um, let's see. And if nobody raises their hand, I'm just going to assume Haley and I are just that good at explaining the subject matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Someone's got to raise their hand because I'm trying to get my water in today. So I gotta drink some you, have, you do have hands. <laughs> Hi, Lynn. Go ahead. Hey, Lynn. How are you? you unmute yourself. Hi, Lynn. Hi, I'm sorry. I just got this new uh, microphone, so yes, cool. sounds good. Well, you sound you great. Can, hope you can hear me. I think it's yeah. better than my own yeah. one. My other one was well. like about seven. My other one was like seven years old. So what I do sometimes for a snack, I'll have hummus, garlic hummus, <laughs> or yeah. I'll have vegetables like carrots or something like that are very good for snacking on, etc. <laughs> and uh, so those are my suggestions. Yeah. Awesome. I like those. And you bring up a good point, Lynn, because here we're talking about bringing everything home from the store and chopping it and doing all that. We realize, or I realize that not everyone either A, has those skills, right? Maybe you just, you know, you don't have those skills of feeling confident with your chopping and all that stuff. The beautiful thing about grocery shopping these days is many of these things can already be bought in bags, in your grocery store, produce department, is, chopped and ready is, to go. Uh, hickama sticks are now in yes. grocery stores. And they're really... Trader Joe's. If anyone has Trader Joe's, they sell hickama sticks and hickama sticks spiralized are... veggies. Oh, my God. Those, those are so easy to cook, the spiralized vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, uh, uh, sweet potatoes are even spiralized. You can just do those. Mm-hmm. Spirals and also squash, too. So, yeah, I've done yeah. that in the past. And like I said, they also have celery sticks, of course, that you can just snack on as well. So. Those are my suggestions. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So Thank much. you. Yes. Um, awesome. Your next question is from Connie. 
Hey, Connie. Hey, Connie. And Connie, be sure to, there you are. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay, the the gardeners here mowing the lawn, so I'm trying to get to a part of the house that's not noisy. <laughs> no, nope, we can't okay. hear it. Okay, good. So, um, I live alone now. My husband passed away, and I'm all alone now. So, um, I never, I don't like to cook in the first place. But now that I'm all by myself, it's it's like I, it's I'm not. It's it's hard to get motivated sure. to cook, sure. and I think where I where I have the most trouble. Um, now that you talked about planning and prepping is the planning yeah. that's that's where I have the most because first of all there's no one to sit down to plan with anymore mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. no one to eat with anymore so it's like right. I so not only do I not enjoy cooking but I don't enjoy eating by myself well so, I'm gonna be I have some recipes at the end that I'll share and I can send out to people that um you know maybe that's just the key is picking you know, I think when we overwhelm ourselves and when we make it sound complicated or that we have to do um, a lot to make this happen. And like I said, that's the beauty of one of the ways of of, um, of prepping is batch cooking, right? So putting something in your crock pot that could be very simple that then will be there for you to grab that's healthy during the week. So maybe so, you um, and I can talk and I'll share the I, recipes. And Okay, I actually have a recipe to share. It Whoa, didn't turn out. Uh, so I did. That was this was my first attempt of 2020 to cook. So it took me about two or three days just to get motivated. <laughs> and then once I got motivated, what I did was I start. I didn't do it on Sunday. I started prepping the morning that I was going to cook this dish. So it was actually mm-hmm. a Tuesday. And I cut up the vegetables, put them in a bowl and covered them, put them in the refrigerator, took out the Italian sausage because that's hard to open. Mm. opened the packet wrapped it in foil put it in the refrigerator so then that evening I had a meeting at seven so I started at five so I could get a jump start on this so here's the recipe you take a Dutch oven and you cook some ground Italian sausage and then you take that out you put the cut vegetables whatever vegetables you sliced in Mm -hmm. the in the Dutch oven whatever vegetables you happen to have on hand and you you cook those and you put the Italian sausage back in and in the meantime you cook kin- some quinoa mm-hmm. in a rice mm-hmm. in a rice cooker, but you don't cook it in water. You cook it in chicken broth. Yeah. Nice. So then, when that's done, you put the quinoa in the meat and veggie mixture, mm-hmm. and you cook it all together, and it's done. Um, mine didn't come out great this first time because um, <laughs> I couldn't find my Dutch oven, so I'd use a frying pan, and it was not large enough for everything. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I need to invest in some new equipment because my pots and pans are pretty old. And um, sounds yummy though. Yeah, sounds good. And if you yeah. big batch that quinoa, then you have it for the rest of the week as well. So make more than yeah. you need. So I did. I did. So I had it for leftovers for two or three days. Then yeah. I got tired of it, so I froze the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's perfect. So that, that's my. Sounds and then good. For snacks for snacks, I have things like baby carrots. Oh yeah, I buy things all cut up, like mm-hmm. broccoli florets in a bag yep. or a bag of baby carrots. And so for snacks, I'll have like baby carrot, uh, baby carrots and hummus, or broccoli and hummus, or some mixed nuts and uh, some fruit. Because you can get a big jar of mixed nuts from Costco. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. Well, Connie, yeah. thank you so much for really giving us that recipe and everything. Um, and I think that is a really great way to start about the the batch cooking. 
and, mm-hmm. and different things you can do that we can do. So I know you're a big fan of the batch <clears throat> cooking, um, Haley. So if, why don't you go into that a little bit right now? It is. Batch cooking is probably my favorite thing to do. So but batch cooking is when you prepare like a meal that would typically for you, Connie, like it would typically feed maybe four or five people. But so for you, that would be, you know, four or five meals for an individual. Um, and then you can um, either, you know, do it in individual containers or what I tend to do is, so for example, I made a pork roast. I put it in my crock pot. I made up a mix of like um, an orange. I juiced an orange. I put a bunch of spices in. I rubbed it all over that pork, um, put it in the crock pot, turned, the, turned it on, let it cook all day. And then throughout the week with that big batch, you know, pork that I cooked and I shredded it when it was done, One day I served it over spiralized um, sweet potatoes with some vegetables. Another day we added a little bit of barbecue sauce to it and had it in a sandwich. Um, We had it a different day in a wrap. And and then like you, Connie, if there was any left, then I didn't wanna waste it. So I froze it and I can pull it out, you know, at some other time. But I love big batch cooking. (laughs) It's my favorite. Thing to do. I got a um, Instapot for Christmas, and uh, I think Instapot's amazing. <laughs> yeah, see, I haven't really played around very much yet, but from what I understand, you know, if I put my meat in the crock pot, I always make sure it's thawed. But I understand that in the uh, Instapot, you know, even Instapot's... if I do forget, I can put it in frozen. <laughs> yeah, so the Instapot's amazing. So depending on how big a piece of meat, but like if we're going to do four chicken breasts and we forget to um, thaw it out, I can put it in my Instapot, and in twenty minutes, it's mm-hmm it's done from frozen. And nice. so, you know, that's once again, another, when we do, we do our meats, we prep it, but we still keep them frozen or in the fridge because of, you know, the, the weight loss surgery I had and the, the Instapot's been amazing. So having, you know, having the right equipment and something else Haley and I talked about with the batch cooking, um, I don't like using the microwave and sometimes in the oven to mm-hmm. get it, get it up to temperature. You have to like, overcook it a little bit because it's already been cooked once so um, something that we've learned to do is with the food saver which is the vacuum sealer you can actually basically drop the food that you already prepared into boiling water and heat it that way and this way it keeps all the moisture because it's been vacuum sealed and everything it keeps that food quality really really strong and you're getting that meal that you really wanted the first time you cooked it. And so I know a lot of people don't prep because like, oh, reheated food and blah, 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 blah. Well, th- that's one way of doing it is um, investing in a, a small vacuum sealer. And, and they're fairly affordable at most places and you can get them a lot of places. So, um, but the batch cooking is a big one. Like for us, our version of that is is cooking it and, you know, having the meat two or three different ways. So mm-hmm. um you know, not necessarily making a big thing of quinoa and, and changing, but having, we're going to do a quinoa stir fry. So then we're going to make the big thing of quinoa for that. And then we're gonna have a quinoa and rice. And so yeah, having, having a different plant, like we talked about, it's, you got to find what works for you. And for us, it's the batch cooking is making three meals out of one prep. Yeah. 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 So right. that, that's a big one. So, yeah. um, but you can also meal prep, you know, by doing, like I said, the individual containers of things. Yes. So I haven't done this in a while, but I think I might get back into it. I did it more when my husband was working out of the house is um, doing mason jar salads. They were kind of trendy for a <laughs> while. So you um, there's an order that you want to um, 
layer your items in your mason jar and a wide mouth um, quart mason jar is great. Um, it makes it easier to get it in there if it's a wide mouth jar. And there's an order that you want to layer it just so that your stuff doesn't get soggy. Um, but you can put, you know, your, your dressing in the bottom and then your sort of harder vegetables that won't get soggy. But, you know, so your, cu your cucumbers and your head lettuce is in there and your beans or your grain, it's all in there. And then my husband would just take his to work, grab, you know, a paper plate at work, dump the thing, you know, the, the jar out upside down and he had a healthy salad for lunch. So, um, and I would just make those sort of on a Sunday and they'll last in the fridge for, you know, several days because of that dressing is where it's at and everything's not going to get soggy. And he would just pull out whatever one he wanted. And sometimes he didn't even care. He just knew it was a salad. It was healthy. He'd pull it out and, you know, stick it in his lunch bag and head off to work. So making things that are individual, you know, portions like that um, is a great way for meal prepping as well. Yeah. And I think the individual, I think Connie's probably not in the minority. I think the hardest um, in my experience when I was single and my friends that are single or, you know, at a different period of their life, when it's one or two people, it's just so hard to cook because food just isn't packaged that way. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, right. so it, it's so much harder and, and that's where the meal prepping, um, I think becomes imperative where you're like, okay, I'm going to make sure I do it this, you know, plan out my week and I'm going to have whatever I'm going to have. And the, once again, the planning into the prepping and, and making sure that those individual packages and there's even um, containers that are interlocking inside of each other. So it's mm -hmm. one Ziploc container, but there's barriers. So you can put the whole meal in one container and they're not, you know, one's not drawing humidity or, or you know, water from the other. And because that's the other thing when you're storing, if you're not storing it, separately sometimes these things draw off each other and, and you know dry each other out so it's understanding what's going to work best for you and um i think on the like i said on the individual side like when my um my mother-in-law is a saint and every summer takes the kids for two weeks for nina camp and nice. <laughs> is awesome but I want my that mother-in-law <laughs> listen i love my mother-in-law i wouldn't <laughs> trade her sorry um but um you know, my wife and I look at each other those two weeks and like, what are we doing for dinner? We're so used to, you know, like, uh, so the mm -hmm. prepping becomes really more important. Otherwise we wind up, you know, literally eating out. I think one week we ate out every night because we didn't prep that week. Cause we, you know, we went out that whole weekend or whatever. And we're like, ah, we can't do this next week. We got to make sure that we're, yeah. we're, you know, putting two chicken breasts and, you know, something and or cooking it or whatever and my wife's really good about the individual thing um as far as for her lunches she loves fish um i absolutely abhor fish um and she's nice enough to not have fish in our dinner menu because we eat dinner together so <laughs> fish is usually her lunch and she's really good on she cooks her fish up on you know, on Sunday and makes individual either fish salads or, you know, fish and squash or, you know, whatever she's going to do and makes all of that up at once, puts it in the individual, leaves like two out in the fridge and then freezes the rest. This way, you know, it stays good for the, you know, five or six days that she needs it. Yeah. So you think, know, you bring up a good point when you say that made me think of something, you know, Connie is talking about how difficult it is when it's just you and you're preparing for just you. I find in my house that it's difficult because 
even if I do all this prep work and all this healthy cooking, you know, I may pull that individual container out of the fridge with the quinoa and the broccoli and the Mm -hmm. marinated chicken, but the rest of my family's not going to want that. So I'm cooking anyway. So I really have to try very hard to find things that I can cook that night and then that might last everyone for some lunches in the next, you know, right. few days. Or, you know, I have to think ahead to, um, you know, sometimes I vary, but we've always had a rule in our house that, like, I'm not a restaurant. I'm not making, mm-hmm. you know, four different meals because we all right. like something different. <laughs> and so um, and so that's where I really have to do some planning and thinking is, what am I going to cook tonight? That's not going to mean that I'm cooking separate for everyone <laughs> sure and you know the the my, my wife's been great enough to compromise that she gets her fish on for lunch and i we eat together for dinner and you know, so that's been what what's worked yeah. for us right. and it's harder for her because i have the palate of a six-year-old so um you know it's <laughs> she usually has to sacrifice more than i when it comes to that um uh, but you know I, i'm also simple as you can give me a a hot protein and I'm pretty much good. So, um, so what else do we got there? I know we had batch cooking. Um, yeah, individual cooking and, and just a lot of this we're sort of talking about as we go, but you know, there's tips that are going to make the meal prepping easier for you. And some of those things are like, um, you know, wash chopping your vegetables and which we've already talked about, um, get yourself, you know, your food safe, um, storage containers, which if you reach out to me for this document that we've sort of gone by today, sort of, um, (laughs) then I can send, you know, there's links in there for some food storage containers. There's, um, some recipes in here. Um, you know, make your ingredients versatile. Like we've talked about making one thing that can serve in different varieties throughout the week. Um, you know, you can get bored if you're just using, you know, like my brother, he's lost 75 pounds since March and he's really just done it all by meal prepping. But when he batches on Sundays, he makes six of like the same thing. And that's what he has for dinner every night. I'm like, I can't do that. I I wouldn't (laughs) stick to it. It's worked for him. And that's why Brian and I talk about, you know, finding what works for you and knowing what your goals are, because I usually keep my protein till about four ounces in my dinner. Um, but you know, if you're, um, you know, um, like a male might need more or a person who, um, their weight is higher might need more, or, or, you know, maybe your goal isn't to lose weight. Maybe your goal is to get to the gym and build muscle or whatever your goals are. Um, you know, keeping that in mind too, as you're going about your meal prep. Yeah, I think that's important. You have to understand what, what the end game is uh, in order to plan out that journey to get there. So yeah. yeah, I think that's a really great point, Haley. Yeah. And again, like picking a day that works for you, right? If you know that Sunday afternoon is when you have 10 other things to do, then you know just because Brian and I choose to do it on Sunday, Sunday may not work for you. If there's a different day that's your slower day, it's picking that time that you really can dedicate those couple of hours you know, to get that done. Right. So, um, but I don't know if you want to, Brian, give some examples of like what those meals might look like, you know, what some breakfasts or some lunches or some snacks. Sure. Might so, look like for you? you know, like I, I told you what my wife is b- big on fish for, for um, 
lunch because we don't typically eat it here at the house unless she likes when I take my individual vacations because <laughs> she, she cooks fish all day long. Um, so yeah, for, you know, for the individual lunches for her, it's usually tilapia or some sort of shrimp or um, some sort of, you know, white fish um, or even she loves making her own uh, sushi. And then it's portioned out with uh, some sort of whole grain. So brown rice, you know, quinoa or something like that. And then definitely her vegetables. So it's some sort of squash, either onions. Um, she likes zucchini. So it's something that's nice and balanced where she's getting her fiber. She's getting, you know, the, the grain side of it. She's getting the protein side. She's getting the vegetable side and, and something that's going to be. So if you're going to prep proteins and I, you know, Haley, I, I you may have a, a tip for this. Um, protein smear are the hardest than the reheating because if you don't reheat it properly, uh, they tend to dry out and, and do things like that. So that's why a lot of times we prep our protein and prep it to cook. Um, so we'll put the chicken breast in the bag. We'll put the, the steak in a certain you know portion control. Uh, okay. And for me personally, I overeat just out of personality, I think. So it's very important for me to portion everything out ahead of time. So I don't have to think about it because when I'm done eating the plate, that means I'm done. And I have a rule. Yeah. Don't I like that. For at least 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. body takes a while to digest food. And at the end of 30 minutes, if I'm still hungry, I'm like, okay, so I'll go back and get something else. But, and even in that, I still have a plan of what that something else is going to be. Otherwise it's going to be something I shouldn't be eating. Mm -hmm. um, so, but for instance, we're, we're a fairly simple family. So tonight we're having beef fajitas. So before I got on the call, I took out the, the beef that's going to be cooked. It's already portioned out. Um, it's already cut, ready to be cooked. So literally when I get back from picking my son up at the bus stop, it'll be cooked, but already the, the mushrooms and onions and peppers are already cut, ready to go. All I have to do is steam them real quick and the fajitas will be ready. Oh, you're going to love what I'm having for dinner. <laughs> so we're having tilapia. <laughs> um, I've already made the lemon garlic um, caper like sauce that I'll drizzle over it. The tilapia is, you know, I buy my tilapia from individual, they're individually wrapped from Costco. So that's yes. kind of nice. I don't have to, you know, bring home a big piece of fish and figure out flaying it and cutting it and all that. So, um, but I made a lemon herb rice in my crock pot or in my rice cooker earlier in the week. So we have that. And here's a really, you know, um, I eat a lot of vegetables. I eat a lot of broccoli and I eat a lot of greens, but, um, but my family really would prefer I not do them this every night. And so like my son likes um, roasted broccoli, which is fine, but that's not sort of something you can do ahead and, and leave. I don't know. I feel like it gets soggy. So we actually do a lot of like steamer vegetables, mm. you know, they're just in the grocery store, in the frozen yep. veggie department. Um, you know, we can pull a bag of those out, put it in the microwave and, um, and that way everyone can have the vegetable they want. They want. Right? And so, like I said, it's not, it's, you don't have to make it difficult. I enjoy being in the kitchen. So I find the chopping and the slicing and the washing and the peeling, I find that therapeutic. I enjoy it. But if that's not your thing, don't, don't, you know, don't set yourself up to fail by saying, oh my gosh, I have to do all these 10 steps before I can <laughs> even get to the cooking, you know, buy the steamer vegetables, 
so that you have that healthy option there, you know, when you're ready. If for us, like, okay, so here's some breakfast examples and for me in our house. Um, I love overnight oats, which means the night before or Sunday or, you know, however you want to do it. Um, I usually do mine on Sunday because then I want, I have four or five in the fridge. Um, I take a mason jar, I put my oats in, I put my milk of choice, sometimes a little bit of yogurt of choice. Um, I put a scoop of protein powder in. Um, you can put some apples or cinnamon or a pinch of salt, um, whatever. And that just all goes into your fridge overnight. And in the morning you wake up and you're hangry and your day's getting busy before you even touch the bottom step. And, you know, I just know I can, this morning I went to my fridge, I pulled out my chocolate overnight, overnight oats. I put a few you know, like fresh nuts on top and sprinkled some coconut, shredded coconut. And, you know, I can eat it cold. Um, that might be a, um, a taste that you have to develop if it's not something you're used to. <laughs> or I can just either put it in the microwave for a few minutes, removing the lid first, especially if it's metal. Um, <laughs> or I can just stand it in a pot of warm water for a few minutes sure. and cook it. Another thing is hard boiled eggs, you know, do a big, like, you know, do six or seven hard boiled eggs on a Sunday so that when you wake up during the week, you know, you can grab that protein source or you have it to make an egg salad sandwich, or you have it to add to your salad at lunch to get some protein. And I mean, I think hard boiled eggs are, even when I was vegan, um, and I ate raw vegan for three years, almost four years. Uh, eggs were the hardest thing for me to give up because I, <laughs> I love eggs. <laughs> well, you know, they're super versatile. And I, I think you touched on something here that I, I definitely, for me, I'm, I'm a big, I try and eat about every three hours. So there, there's definitely power snacks in there for me. And, you know, having those things that are going to be healthy, versatile, and portionable. You know, so for me, I love whole cheeses because they're a good source of protein. Um, they make me feel full. So like when I go out and buy the, the, the one pound block of cheese, I'm cutting the portions ahead of time, putting them, because if I grab that whole one pound block, I'm going to overcut. I'm probably going to eat eight ounces at a time because that's my personality like I've shared. But if I portion it out already and then add it with, uh, a couple of slices of apples and it's there in a bag ready to go. So when I'm walking out the door and I'm like, Oh, I'm a little hungry. And I know if I go for my walk and come back, I'm going to probably not grab what I should. I grab it and I can take it on the walk with me. Cause it's already prepared. It's already to go hard boiled eggs. Is a big <laughs> one for my, you know, for my son, he loves it. You know, he, he, I can grab a couple eggs on mm -hmm. the drive to school and, and, and take it. So I, I think finding things that are sustainable filling snacks and that reversal that you can also use within your meals are, are really, really important. And, you know, like I've shared a couple of times already, to me, it's a, a lot about portioning and portion control and not overeating so that that's the side of the meal prep that I come at it from. Um, yeah, and, I like that too. And, you know, and staying at it from, you know, a, a healthier perspective. Um but it is, we have 12 minutes before the top of the hour. So we're going to open it up for okay. some hands. Yeah, so if we sure. have any questions. An hour goes quick, right? It does, especially it when does. you're having fun. <laughs> okay. There we go. Okay. Um, to the person who raised their hand on iPhone, I sent you an unmute request. So if you could unmute yourself so that we could ask your question. Hello. Hey. Uh, thanks for your show. Um, 
I have a, a very basic issue. I don't have any, uh, my brain doesn't process spatial information. Okay. So I don't understand what a portion is. I mean, how do you, how do you determine what a portion is? You, do you know what might or... help you? Just the thought is, um, okay. I don't mean to demean or, you know, embarrass anyone here. No, you here. can't demean Just, me. You, trust me, you yeah. can't demean me. So, I, so I no here's, a, here's a thought. When my kids were younger, they had plates that were divided, right? And mm. you can get them, like, it's like a TV dinner tray, right? And right, it's divided. Right. Yeah. So it's divided into three portions. And usually the bigger portion is for the greens or vegetables. And then the smaller, two smaller portions are for your protein and your carbs. And I tend to eat that way anyway. I try to fill half my plate with my vegetables and then two quarters, you know, so a half total um, with my protein and my carbs. And so maybe looking at investing in that kind of tray or something that helps with the portions might well, be an idea. I got to jump in right there because I, I, you stole my thunder. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's awesome that we're thinking the same way. Um, Ziploc or one of the Rubbermaid actually sells storage containers like that. Right. So you how can, do you know what, I mean, but <laughs> I mean, what storage <laughs> containers do you buy and what, what um, what's the so, portion? I don't understand so uh, there there's going to be a way of reaching out to me like can you yeah. do you ever shop on amazon or anything like that or do you how does, do you get your yeah. groceries delivered well well we have uh we have a list and we have a friend of ours that, that shops our list with our credit card yeah. okay so if you have a way of reaching out to me in the document that i have i'm going to put some links in there to okay. um, an actual names of containers and things like that. Maybe that might be helpful. So I can, where okay. do you usually shop from if you don't mind me asking? And maybe I can even look specifically at that store. Oh, um, I don't think it's probably not okay. where you are. Um, okay. God, I'm blanking on the name of the Harris Teeter is the name. It's oh, okay. I know of that store. Yeah, we don't have one here. But, you know, I would think as far as like Ziploc or Gladware and those types mm -hmm. of things, those are going to be pretty general is you know all in all sorts of stores so if you can reach out to me at blindessentials at gmail.com okay or if you can share your name with me so that i sure, can my name maybe is chris reach out. bell oh chris I bell can, okay yeah but i can so I, I can contact blind essentials at gmail.com that much yeah. i can remember <laughs> cool yeah and if if i don't hear from you in a couple of days or so i will i'll track you down okay well i okay. i appreciate it yeah, it's, I mean, it's a it's a difficult thing to understand because, I mean, I was looking for a mixing bowl and it was in a sink and I felt in the sink and I couldn't find the mixing bowl because my brain was telling me that I was feeling the side of the sink and not the mixing bowl. Gotcha, mm. gotcha. And, and yeah. I went to pour eggs in a frying pan and I missed the frying pan completely. You know, just, right, I just gotcha. don't have that spatial sense. Sure. You know, just a little like FYI, I used to be an occupational therapist. So I got gotcha. you. I'll reach out to you, friend. All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Cool. <laughs> okay. Bye -bye. Awesome. All right. Mika, we have anybody else? Um, Terry, you had your hand up earlier, but you put it back down. Did you have a question? Did you... I like the whole birds in the background, whoever that is. <laughs> it's very calming and soothing. <laughs> well, if Terry doesn't have a question, I just have a quick question. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Go for it. So this whole idea is both intriguing and terrifying. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I'm not a really organized person and so the idea of like planning anything 
like planning a list I try and then I'm like oh god this is so hard <laughs> and then um and I'm not much of a cook but I'm I'm interested in this like I see the benefits of it sure but the idea of starting just feels so overwhelming well let me give you like an easy example Mika so let's just this is like really basic and really easy and anyone can do it so and it doesn't require really even any cooking you could get a rotisserie chicken that's already cut up you could get uncle ben's microwavable rice steamer pack you know you put you tear the top off you put it in a microwave four minutes done you could get steamer broccoli right and it's not even really requiring any cooking other than you putting it into your microwave if that's how you so choose i know brian is not a big microwave person and i don't use mine a lot because i i enjoy cooking on the stove but for people that don't um you could just you have those three things they're done so then you take your divided container and you just open up that rice packet that was done in the microwave you open up that broccoli packet that was done in the microwave and you divvy it up in those containers and put it in the fridge and you're done. And that's several meals for several days that required little preparation, just adding three things to your grocery list. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to break it down. Yeah. And, keep it, and you know, simple. I have a friend that's very similar to you, Mika. Um, he is always on the go. He's an entertainer. He does acting. And then he also does you know, musician. And he's like, I can't meal prep. But he, at the same time, he's like, I'm also 100 pounds overweight and I have to. So how am I going to do this? So I just sat down with him. I said, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start one day. Meal prep for one day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can do that. And then once he realized that there was benefits to that one day, it became two days. And literally by the end of three months, he was meal prepping all seven days. That and, feels it just, doable. It took, him, <laughs> it took him that one little step of, Hey, let's do one day and let's do it on a day that you're not doing anything. So even if you falter a little bit, you still have time to, you know, to make up it, but let's plan for that one day. And we did that. And Mm -hmm. he's been very successful. He's lost some weight. Um, But now it's part of his routine. Now, now it's become a habit. So it's like, okay, he, when he goes to order his meal. And then on the flip side of that, I have one of my friends who just refuses, but also saw the benefits of having stuff ready to go and has gone completely to mail order meals that he can just literally better prepared he throws in and so depending on you know your financial situation depending on your time situation depending there's always options out there to fit your lifestyle and that that's the biggest thing that uh you know we've said it multiple times you got to find what works for you um so but you know if organization's a thing i would say try one day say Mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna the next day you grocery shop, let, let's, let me pick one day that I'm going to be able to prep for and, okay. and try and make that work as well. Thank you. Thank you both. Yeah. Yeah. Terry, I see your hand is up again and be sure to, yeah. you. there you hey, are. Terry, I'm oh, hey. sorry, but we're out of time. So we're going to have to close <laughs> off the show. You were supposed to keep her muted, not offer her. <laughs> <laughs> well, up, first Terry? of all, I want to say what an awesome call you guys oh, did. Really you. great. Great job. Um, so I am a new wave girl. I mm. go shopping once a month for my meat. And my freezer is, you know, one shelf is chicken, one shelf is um, pork Mm -hmm. chops and steaks and lamb. And then the next one is seafood. 
Um, and then what I do is, is on Sundays when I am prepping for our out of sight adventures, um, I am chopping. I chop all my vegetables up on Sundays and I found it's very therapeutic as mm-hmm. well. Just make sure yeah. you're muted and have your cutting <laughs> gloves on because <laughs> one day Brian's like, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing my therapy. Just keep talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and what I found is, is I always have stuff for salad. So I always have romaine lettuce. I have my super greens and with my vegetables chopped, I'm talking my um, zucchini, my squashes, my cucumbers. Um, you know, when I go to cook every, I have this little tray that sits in my refrigerator and I'm like, what do I want for dinner tonight? Because I don't like anybody telling me what to do. And I can't <laughs> decide what I'm going to do on Wednesday. I never would have guessed that, by the way. (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) This is all in good fun for anyone listening. Oh, yeah. We are friends. We know she can dish it back. Yeah, that's right. Dish it back. That's right. So, you know, like Brian said earlier, I just focus on, you know, having my vegetables chopped up Mm -hmm. and used to stir fry them. And then I throw my meat in the new wave. And I don't even have to dethaw it because in 20 minutes, everything's cooked and um it's just really yummy and that's what i do um and it helps keep me on track i miss i miss my pizza delivery guy (laughs) but you know my waist doesn't need it (laughs) that's okay though some of the times right i mean like some people do the whole like 80 20 thing so if they eat if they eat healthy 80 percent of the time then 20 percent of the time they can eat the things that you know, they know they need to steer clear of all the time, but they want to have a, a little reward or a little, you know, something to look forward to. So, yeah. I well, think like we um, our friend of ours, Brian and I's friend, Travis says, you have a treat day. We don't call it a mm-hmm. cheat day. We call it a treat day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all thanks right. guys. It was an awesome call. Thank you. Thank Terry. you. Thanks for being here. And I can't oh, believe you- it, Haley, but it is one minute before the top of the hour. So I would wow. love to say Thank you for doing this call with me. Had yeah, a great thank time. You. Thank you, fun. Mika, for being our host. Thank you, Tyson, for being our streamer. <laughs> thank you, all you who listened in. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm at Secret Agent Brian 0013 at Secret S E A C R E T Agent Brian 0013 at Gmail. Haley is Blind Essentials at Gmail.com. Blind Essentials at Gmail.com. Haley, yeah. anything you'd like to say before they shut us off? <laughs> um, yeah, just that join me next Monday because we'll be starting uh, every other Monday. We're going to do um, like a healthy eating recipe swap. What is sprouting? What are some dairy alternatives? Those kinds of things. So it'll sort of build a little bit on what we've talked about today with specific recipes and things like that. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a beautiful day.